Hey, what's happening, everybody? This is Dennis Terrell of Terrell Knifeworks, and you and I are listening to the Work For It podcast, where the emphasis is on business in the workshop. You can support these guys for as little as $1 a month or $12 a year, and show your support by going to patreon.com forward slash work for it to find out more. $12 a year? That won't even buy two gallons of gasoline here in California. You might as well support these guys like I do so they can help us all work for it. What's happening, everybody? You're listening to the Work For It podcast. I don't know about you, but everywhere I go, it smells like pickles and weed. Weed. Lots of weed. weed. (laughs) I'm in the studio. In the studio. In, like physically in the studio with Mr. Nick Tobin of Pickle Cutters and my main man, Mr. Brian Cone of B-Cone Knives. We are talking about business in the workshop this week and Blade Show and Patreons and every single thing we can smash into this hour and a half of pure audio goodness right here on the Work For It podcast. We appreciate you all. Thanks for being here. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Brian? Dude, it's been an awesome weekend. Like I, it, There's so many things that happened at Blade Show I think the word that encapsulates everything, encapsulate, what the hell is that? Encapsulates. There it is. There it is. <laughs> the the thing that puts all of this weekend into one word is overwhelming. It's just so many people to meet, so many people, so many knives to look at. It was just crazy. I loved all of it. Brian, you sound like you're far away from your oh, really? microphone for some. I don't know what's going on. Do you hear that too? Yeah, you're kind of far. Or maybe it's my headphones. We had to make some like weird technical adjustments to make this all happen cuz normally I'm not sitting across the table from somebody. But uh today Yeah, how do I sound case. now? How do I sound now? You sound now? No, you sound fine. I mean, I okay. think we can mix it in, in the edit. We can do it. We can Sweet. make it work just fine. So, not a problem. Just letting you know if you needed to lean in maybe or Yeah, bit, it was kind of leaning back a, a little deal. bit. My bad. I agree with you on the um, the whole overwhelming part of Blade Show, because when I'm there, there's so many people I want to see and they want to see me. And there were just all it's a never ending revolving door of people just bumping into each other, talking, chatting, then looking at work, looking at vendors, buying handle material. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you're in the pit. And you've got, you know, a drink in your hand and you're just hanging out. And it's just literally three days of absolute chaos that's just encapsulated. Notice how I use that word, Brian. Hey, encapsulated <laughs> in Come on, uh, just awesome people, friends, friends that you've never met, friends that you have met and hung out with and ideas flowing, inspiration. Blade Show is just a such a fun time. And it's got to be something if you haven't done it, you should go. Even if you're not really in the knife making community, it's still fun. Like, I mean, you go there and you see a bunch of people that you you wouldn't normally see and and hang out with makers and of all types. Yeah, I've actually met people that were not makers. It asked them who they are and they'd be like, I'm nobody. I'm just here. Just here to wander around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like knife enthusiasts. Yep, knife, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So do you, do you guys have like highs and lows 
from the show? Like what what was your hot like pickle? What was your what was start me off with your low? Like what's a low low of the show? Having to leave Blade Show. Oh yeah, <laughs> leaving yeah, leaving leaving is hard. You know, not getting to meet everybody I technically wanted to meet. Like there's so many people I had in mind I knew were gonna be there. There are some that were there. I only found out were there afterwards because it's just so it's massive. It's so massive that you can't like in two days. It's no way possible that you go through all these thousand and plus vendors. Like there's no way. Uh, the little room I maybe saw a quarter of that because yeah. I was just so amazed with the big room. Right, and there was as much in the little room. Yeah, you know, so it's just crammed into. Yeah, one they room. just pack it, pile yeah. it in, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. bigger and yeah. And it was a little overwhelming in that room too for me yes. so you know but the big room i was fine with um when was it saturday i got in early because i had my pass from uh charles atlas forge and the knife and tool i mean anyways uh i was able to get in early and that was great you know i was there as soon as the doors open from eight o'clock to six o'clock till they close you know and i was able to take advantage of the early morning calmness of blade show and meet a bunch of people and go around and talk with these people and you know it was really interesting because there's people i'd seen out there but never talked to them like virtually and i was able to get you know good contacts and good you know connections with these people that are going to serve me further down the road with, with pickle cutters so it's like the, that's a big high yeah to be in the same room with all these yeah. people that you you've never really even talked to online exactly they might feel a little yeah. out of touch yeah and then you're wandering around in that room with those people and they're very approachable. Yep, exactly. And uh, made good connections. You know, like I said, they're, they're, they're great people. And I got Amelia. She's going to be making me some nice custom scales. Some pickle. Oh, scales. yeah. 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 She's great. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I had never talked to her, seen her work. So I was like, all right, this is it. You know, same with JU Customs. I saw his work there and then sat down and talked with his <clears> wife for a while. And, uh, great people next day i went by i was able to talk with him he's like oh yeah my wife told me about you so we shot the shit for a bit and uh another good connection right there you know so it's not only just about a passion and all that there's networking that happens at blade show as well too you know? oh tons of yeah. network tons of, tons of commerce tons. Yes. We, we were talking about this in the car on day two when we were heading there i think brian you were in the car with us and i well we were on our way to go get barbecue over mm -hmm. at heritage barbecue or air, uh, barbecue is a heritage or uh, heirloom? Heirloom. Heirloom, heirloom. Is, heirloom is what I think it was. And best damn barbecue yeah. I've ever had. Holy shit. Yeah, real good barbecue. We we loaded the car down with two enormous heavy bags of barbecue, took it back to the Airbnb, had everybody over to the house. I think we fed like 12 some people and just bullshitted. But I will say that in that moment, I realized and I said this to everybody in the car, like, look around you when you're at Blade Show and look at all of the commerce happening in yeah. that room and the millions of dollars exchanging hands just in that three day period. Oh, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Now spread that out over the course of the entire year or your entire working career. And how do you get a piece of it? And so not only can you go there and make a living, you can do stuff that will bring you up in the community. You're going to exactly. be changing yeah. how you're looking at things. You have to start examining, you know, these if if all of these people are focused on doing this one event over the course of the year, there is commerce to be done all the year through. So yeah. just keep that in mind, because I think sometimes we forget it's easy at how big that, the market is, how big it is. Yeah. yeah Ben has joined. Ben. What's up, boys? 
Yeah. Um, I used to think about that when I'd go to like these big tech conferences, right? Like I went to the Amazon Web Services conference, their reInvent conference for a number of years and big GIS conferences and shit like that. And and you're right. It's like you walk around glad handing and kissing babies and, you know, pol- politicking for a weekend. But the reality is, especially at an event like AWS, right, there was millions and millions of dollar deals going down all over the place you know uh, and they happen at restaurants yeah, and at the all bar strange and places all of that. Yeah. yeah it's like it's, so ben we were just talking about the highs and lows of the show yeah. and nick told us his low was leaving mm-hmm. and i will say my the low for me was also learning about all the people that were there that I didn't get a yeah, chance that, to hang out with. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like all these people were messaging me like, hey, I'm going to be at the pit. And I'm like, I'm in the pit. Man, like you right guys, now, um, where are you? And I, we never, that room is yeah. so big. You guys made the round, so it seems. Everybody. I mean, everybody and their brother I yeah. hear from met Pickle and Brian and the Bryans, you know? So that's good. We were definitely social butterflies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We yeah, were. I couldn't make it five feet with somebody screaming my name. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That is Isn't crazy. that a weird feeling? Dude, it's definitely weird. Like, it happens up home because I know everybody. Yeah. But, I'm but not in a room full of 10,000 people. Yeah, exactly. That's wild. A lot of people that I don't recognize. Sorry if I might have reacted weird to certain people. Hey. But I'm like, I have no clue who you are. So it's like, sorry. But as long as you're friendly and you are and you take a minute, yeah, most exactly. people don't care. And they, so let they me ask a question out. Out, out the gate because this is something that's been on my mind and I've, I've resisted bringing it up in a dm or a text this this seems this event seems ripe for capitalizing on it from a media perspective mm, yeah there does not seem to be any coverage of this event other than attendees right so i would offer to do it but i just don't i don't want to work the entire time i know time. that's what i'm like you know, I, yeah. does the does the work for it podcast you know knife talks not doing it um oh well so, can, I, can I jump I mean, in real quick on that yeah how big this show is do you really think they need it because the fans I don't know. do it for them and they repost yeah, the a shit. lot of social media i think a lot yeah. of social media is going out from well, the attendees me, and the makers let me rephrase it share let me rephrase it is there money to be made by publicizing it you know mm, is know. there See, I don't, publicity I don't think to be that's gained the angle. Or, i don't know I I don't really think that's the angle. I think that, you know, we should, you know, hopefully next year, if all three of us end up at the show, we should do a live show there and that'll just be a feature. I don't think that Blade Show necessarily needs the work for a podcast to help that out anyway. I guess that's probably not the angle I was thinking in my head, you know, the angle I was thinking more was, man, what a great chance for a podcast to come in and say, hey, we're here at Blade Show. What do you want to know? Well, you remember, do you remember that? Um, I'm not sure what it was called. I, I want to say it was called the Damasteel International yeah, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Show. Uh-huh. They they did something like this with the yep. guys from po- from Knife Talk Podcast. Like they they, they actually did a gr- really cool play by play of that. And it was only for a few hours. Yeah, I think it was, it was like, like four or five hours. I talked about on our way back is yeah. we could have a guest or two or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the big guys on. As I well. think doing. And, and a you're live right. show I think, would be 
would be enough. A live yeah. show would be great. We could stream from there. I definitely think next year we need to talk about that and re- and organize it. This year we just, yeah. just kind of win. No, yeah, no, this is good. this is the way that I'm thinking about this year. So this year is when we go and like find the lay of the land and see what we can do a hell of a lot better next year. Because like yeah. you guys, yeah. you guys, I'm sure remember I said that I was going to be doing interviews and really trying to capitalize on meeting these yeah, people. Like no but way. here's the thing: it didn't turn out, and I didn't do any of them because like doing an interview is like a half an hour out of somebody's day and that yeah, is tough. huge in blade show when you're already vying for time to go meet this person go see this yeah. go yeah. you know do this thing it's a task. take taking somebody away first of all if if they have a table you literally cannot take them away for a half an hour because right. like they have to sell they have to stand there and sell well, themselves don't and, do it for a half hour brian maybe well, do it for say like hey i need i have a question to ask them yeah. and just do a, a spattering even even if it's just five minutes even if it's two yeah, questions you, can, you, you can know like achieve it yeah and I think there's so. You could, uh, all right. So yeah. since we've got pickle in the in the studio, yeah. so you told us you're low. Where what was the high? Tell us here. I know it's going to be tough to pick. Hell, he's still yeah, it's high. Tough to pick because <laughs> what's he? Yeah, he's always high. Both Ben and Sarah said it at the same time. Oh, he's, there's a lot of highs for pickle over there. There's been a lot of highs here. The other night, I'm sitting in the shop and I'm like, I'm sitting here with my feet up. And uh, the the room is getting a little thick, and I go, "All right, I gotta open the freaking door. I'm getting hot boxed up in here." I'm like, "I don't smoke weed, but boy, I'm in, I'm feeling a little light on my feet." If you know I what watched I mean. some of your live stream late last night. I was up late, late, and I'm like, "These fucking knuckleheads." Let me tell you something. the The whole shtick that he smokes weed, a lot of weed, is not, not a shtick. It is the reality of pickle. All right, it is it. a thing. Anyway, I don't. It. I didn't want to interrupt <laughs> with that. Right. So, what was the high? <laughs> I still didn't have time to think. Was about it a it. sativa or an indica? Which one was it? <laughs> no, I would say. Uh, listen, the high is kind of hard for me to to spit out right now because I'm still kind of living that. Yeah. Because yeah. Not only going to Blade was involved in my plans and in my travels is that I've been down here in Florida since last Wednesday, and technically I should be on an airplane right now right. on my way back home. But I extended my stay, you know, because like I said, that high is still fucking right up there. Man, yeah. So as in Blade Show, meeting all the great people and everything, you know, like I said, there's there's people that recognized me that I figured they didn't even know who the hell I was, you know, but it happened. And that that was pretty that was pretty cool. Uh, being able to I'll I'll say this as a high yes because it definitely kicked me into gear is uh, being able to talk with other ABS Smiths out there that were there for their journeymen's uh, James Fleming from Wasteland Forge was staying with us at the house and uh, talking with him on Thursday night and seeing his work made me realize that I was getting myself into something that I wasn't aware of because I don't pay attention to detail until it's time mm. you know so I thought I was going there with my work. I'm not going there with my work. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I got things that I got to step out of comfort zones. And so it's like a lesson learned that, that, like I said, kicked me into gear and makes me want to work harder for what I need to achieve. So, so that, that was a big high for me. You think that's, that uh, is that, is that you meeting your own standard, but it seems with the ABS stuff, right? You've got to perform to someone else's standard. 
Exactly. Yeah. And I've yep. seen it in every other new JS out there, like Jeremy Yelly as well, too, and Dennis Tyrell. Like, like I've seen their work over the years, and what they put out on those tables is not their work. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, it's not their I, style. I it's not yeah. their signature style of work. Because they're so. forcing you into a box to see yes. if you can achieve yes. their requirements. Yes. Yep. So, that box yeah. better be thick if it wants to keep me in the box. Yeah. Well, that's when you have to ask yourself, is it, is is it, it something it? you really want to do? It's a comfort zone I got to step out of. Yeah, you'll I, be a better smith at the yeah. end of it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I told myself. I'm going to have learned something else, like those integrals and those, yeah. the, those guards. You know, that's none of my game really you know yeah. it's not my my jam and and it, and it looks cool it looks good and i don't hate them but it's not something i would do regularly and, and enjoy doing because like i said i have my different style of yeah. work and i'm more into the culinary knives so the benefit so, would be so, i guess monetary mostly there's obviously a potential ego boost there but but if you don't get the ego i'm just looking for the credentials so when i could get down to real business with pickle cutters that i have a a title under my name that will bring me uh potential smiths in my shop for passings and all that because there's not many in canada and the ones that are there are not getting any younger Mm -hmm. so uh you got jeremy yelly he's one of the youngest probably js in canada right now at the age of 21 or 22 or something like that you know i spoke with him for a good hour or two at his table yeah and that's all stuff we talked about as well too is that comfort zone that you gotta step out of and how anal you gotta be with your work yeah, if you want that pass, you know. I've always I'm looking at these yeah. guys' work, and they were stressing out over it. Hardcore. Oh yeah, and to me, that work was phenomenal and and spotless. Did anybody know? not See, make me, it out of that four? Yeah, there's a couple that yeah. pa- that didn't pass. I don't know who, but I heard. I think there's six. There was four or four, six that yeah. did not get through. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe four. I think well, four. But right. it was a huge class. It was like forty to, or or yeah. fifty people. Yeah, so that's that's actually a pretty good pretty pass good, rate. Yeah, and I'm sure the fails <clears> were stupid. Tedious, yeah. Yeah. yeah, small mistakes. And I've always yeah, had mixed. That they, uh, yeah, normally, do I've always had such mixed feelings about credentials in trades. You know, in general, I I've seen in the carpentry field in particular, right? There has never necessarily been um, a, a certification, or you don't need to be a certified carpenter like you would an electrician or a plumber. And I think that at times that's to the detriment of the trade right because well you say there's no certification <clears throat> it depends where you're working what you're it does doing. yeah union, it does there is, yep. and there's titles and, right you know, like i'm a journeyman construction worker yeah but i know, think so like that, universally that like universally plumbing electrician you know electrical work yeah, has a, a license, a license yeah. certification Whereas if, if you're a, you know, if you work with wood or you call yourself a carpenter, you're more likely to not need a certification. And because of that, no, you're right. like any swinging dick with a ladder, a fucking nail gun and a rack of nails, you know, can be a framer. And I yep. think at times that really hurts the trade. But I also yeah, look at it and I can. say like, well, I don't necessarily also want everybody to have to get fucking certified to stick frame a roof you know <laughs> same thing with the knife making world it's dude. tough yeah people out there putting out shitty work for years but they got <clears throat> their their fame is out there their name whatever yeah. but the work is still not that great and i've seen some you know sure I gonna start calling names but i've seen some 800 hundred dollar knives that were you know not pieces of shit yeah a knife and that makes <clears throat> us look bad yeah that are there with all our hearts putting in passion and not just looking for fame you know? i think trade saw so, that hey, heavy br- yeah go ahead so hey Brian, um, 
you got you got to now weigh in on this the the highs and the lows of Blade Show for you. So for me, the highs were absolutely just meeting the people that I've been talking to for years online. You know, you pickle of Dennis uh, mm-hmm. Echo Blades. I, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Of course, but oh, you know, nice. like some some people were saying that they're getting like, don't get me wrong. I was getting hyped up to meet like the really, you know, kind of famous knife makers, but well, like, I wasn't there. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever made a knife, Ben? Sure. Wooden knife. I make wooden all knife. kinds yeah. of wooden knives, spread knives for my count. kids. <laughs> <laughs> the best pirate sword get maker. Get your ass down here. We'll make West, a knife tonight. <laughs> But so your highs back was to meeting yeah. everybody, meeting meeting and all the people that I've have been in my knife making world for so long and like interacting with me. It was just very very nice to actually meet people face to face. And the lows, sure. I would probably say at the end of the at the end of the weekend, my feet hurt so damn bad. Ah, oh man, <laughs> good <laughs> shoes, huh? Good shoes. Oh my god. god. What is oh, you, uh, feel, you feel every step towards the end of the yeah. weekend, Holy you know, your legs and your rough. hips and your back. And yeah. Else. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, a lot of walking was, all weekend. I will say it was it was really great to have one of the. OK, so one of the things I really felt was interesting was that I didn't feel like I was meeting everybody for the first time. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of those guys yeah. I had met last year, but yeah. like, you know, you, Brian and Pickle and yeah. Jared I, from Echo Blades. We've hung out before for years and years before we actually we physically met. When, right. So that's he, how it felt. Because, you know, we're in contact almost every day. Yeah. You know, yep. a lot of us anyway. And so when <laughs> we're all in the same room, it's kind of like uh, it was it was kind of interesting because I, somehow I got um, – I got uh, uh, like assigned the, you know, like kind of the food guy, like, hey, where are we going to dinner tonight <laughs> nice. or what are we going to do tonight or whatever? <clears throat> and um, it also helped that you had the wheels. That's oh, true. I had yeah, a car. And um, and then so, you know, I was like I was kinda, everybody kind of came to me at the end of the show, like, hey, where are we having dinner? And it was really awesome because we all got together and we all just like jetted off and, and either yeah, went to good. dinner or picked up food or whatever. And it all felt like the entire time, like we were all just brothers. Yeah. Like it would just, yeah. everybody was laughing and bullshitting and talking. And yep. it didn't <laughs> matter who you were sitting next to, you had something to talk about mm-hmm. and something really interesting to talk yeah. about. It wasn't just small talk and BS. It was really, really great stuff. That's so, awesome. um, but I, I will say that it's got to be an annual trip as long as we can all do it. And yeah. it was just such a neat thing to to be a part you of. Bastards so, made yeah, me jealous. I, I know that. <laughs> I think we made the whole internet jealous. <laughs> yeah. Even the guys that are not in the knife making community, oh, you can yeah. tell like a lot of people were talking about it. I have yet to really fully listen to the Working Hands podcast. I missed a show, to it this but morning, I know yeah. it was brought up. It was on there, and they were talking about it. And and you know. Uh, they're not knife makers. You no. know, those guys are makers, but they're not knife makers. They quickly transitioned so uh, to their second favorite subject of maker camp, though. So <laughs> that's true. I like make, and I can't wait to that's go to That's going to be a fun too, one. So I, be- I think I'm, I might be able to pull that one off. So that, that should be cool. I wish I could. Hey, what? Now, one of, me, oh, one of the things Close I need to, to do a hell of a lot better next year is actually take some damn pictures because I maybe oh, right? took yeah. 10 pictures the entire weekend through. I don't know what it was. <clears throat> Yeah. So I didn't take a ton of pictures because I, I absorbed 
memories very well. Yeah. And I told myself that, you know, there's a bunch of guys now that I sit back and I was like, fuck, I should have taken a picture. It's all that memory. That I did. Memory smoke like, you hey, consume. I should take a picture with them. I might never see this guy again, you know? Well, right. Right. even if I tell people, oh, I met so-and-so, they'd be like, no picture, not true. You yeah. know? For instance, Noah Vachon. Yeah. Noah like, we should have taken a photo, mm-hmm. all of us, yeah, and exactly. with him, because, like, when are we going to see him again? Yeah. Probably well, next I, year, man. I'm getting on. I might see him before You're going to see him before. I'm going to drive out to his shop. I <laughs> ran into Nick Rossi. Yeah. And he was talking with somebody. I didn't really want to bug him too much, but, like, I couldn't tell if it was really Nick, because the last update on his <laughs> Facebook page was his hair was purple. <laughs> and then, so, I pulled up his Facebook page and his photo, and I just walked over to him. I go, excuse me, sir. Is this you? <laughs> I like shove my phone in his face and he started laughing. He's like, holy shit, Brad, what's up? And, uh, but we never uh, took a photo. Yeah. You know, same we, here. Yeah. I, I talked with uh, Noah for no, Noah, 20 minutes and no picture. Yeah. Uh, Nick, I got a picture with though, you know, and uh, I told him to, he was like, dude, purple is way easier to find in a crowd <laughs> because I literally walked up to a guy like I was about to high five him thinking it was him yeah because there's the a side. couple of dudes that yeah, look yeah, like from Nick. the side yeah and as I was walking up and he turned towards me I had to kind of like veer half a step and then go south and turn around and like be like nope that was not him that is not him <laughs> and I had a few of those too yeah, where yeah. Pete like a couple of people walked up to me and said yeah. like hey how are you good to see you and I didn't really recognize them or their name yeah and I was like, oh, who are you? You know, and then we, of course, you you figure it out at, yeah. over time. But I got my balls busted a couple of times. I for guess not really know. I guess but. I had a twin walking around Blade Show, too. There's a few people that told me <laughs> nobody in there that looks I like I was going to say, there's nobody that looks there's like, like Nick told guys that. Who the hell said <laughs> that? Get the hell I, I, I do know one thing. Don't ask me their names, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't make me go look on this. No, no, no. Watching from afar. leather uh, how- strap thing on his shoulder he told me that oh and, did he and then there's a few other people that have been up to me and be like yeah i think i got a twin here like yeah. i, I, I could have sworn it was you but it definitely sure. wasn't me well yeah, we all definitely. know now what the hell lawrence uh what the hell lawrence looks, looks like, like and it's like yeah. fucking dennis tyrell <laughs> he looks like a mixture of Dennis Terrell and um, Jay Nielsen from yeah. Forge of Fire. Yeah. Like between those two, like he if looks Dennis just and like Dennis had a kid. Oh, they took like Lawrence. They, <laughs> they took a photo together, and I was like, yeah. "Which one is which?" I can't uh, like tell. Speaking times, of Lawrence, I'm like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Speaking of Lawrence, I was able to meet Lawrence too. That was a good highlight of my trip. Like, Lawrence is an amazing yeah, human no, being. Yeah, no, seriously. I spent the afternoon with him Saturday, running yep. around, meeting a bunch of people. And like I said, the networking at that <laughs> level was even bigger because I was right into it on the business end with Lawrence. Yeah. And that was just something I hadn't seen in the knife making yeah. experience in my past two and whatever years. Yes. So it's just, you know, that was amazing too. It made me want to thrive info. even more, you know? Yeah. yeah. And he comes at it from a different perspective. Sure he was does. a. Not- he was he, he was, was hustling. A, he was hustling. That man can work a room. He man. knew he was only there for a select That's what he told few me, hours. Yeah. And he He's like, I'm only there for thirty two hours or some crazy shit. And I'm like, yep. wow. Vendor to vendor to vendor to vendor to vendor. He had a list. He knew I, who he was talking with. I had the map. On but yeah, you were actually like his sidekick yeah, for that day. Yeah, nice. Pretty much. Yeah. I was right on his ass with pretty a map great. and let's go here, go there, follow me, do this. And I got some really good conversation with him because we had dinner together. It was a bunch of us. We all had dinner together at Grub, which is like a 
like a burger joint in Atlanta that's like right near Cobb. And they have this really good burger in there called the Cadillac Burger. It's like a mm. Wagyu beef burger. Oh, my God. And it was yeah. amazing. I added bacon to mine. Oh, oh that's, that's so a pro good. move, right? Yeah. yeah. Bacon yeah. goes on everything. Yeah. Dude. Pro I'll move. have that shit on my egos in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we, I'm sitting across the table from Lawrence, and he's sharing with me his struggles with certain uh, you know pieces of software that he uses to ship things. And we're working stuff out. Logistics. And logistics. And this will lead me right into talking about him sponsoring our show because he does that. If you need anything and you make anything, go to MaritimeKnifeSupply.com or .ca and you can purchase uh, anything he's got on his website. Great pricing. You can take advantage of the United States to CAD, uh, Canadian exchange rate, and you can um, support somebody who is also a member of the community, somebody that's been involved and injects themselves into all, all these different types of things. Also a maker. Yeah. And he's a maker and, and, and he supports pickle and, and he sponsors pickle. He's a mutual sponsor. So yeah. remember that when you're, and in fact, I met Lawrence through you, Nick. Yes. That's how I, I'm the one that said you should talk with Lawrence. Yes. And we started talking. Yep. Yep. So I've and got, that's my, that's my goal. One of my goals is networking. Like I said, it's just, get all you're really good at it by the way. You are it's just very good. good for everyone. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've been working with that. Uh, <laughs> I've been working with the uh, copper and the brass that he sent me. And oh, yeah. uh, I'm just putting the finishing. On the shop uh, bot, right? Yeah. Just putting the finishing touches on the Dennis Tyrell apron and the pickle cutters apron. But I'm yeah. telling you what, boys. I, I this, this motherfucker needs a goddamn sewing machine. <laughs> you mean you need a leather like a oh, machine yeah. that'll sew leather i'm gonna break yeah. down and and do and pull the trigger it's you're doing all that by hand man oh yeah <clears throat> that's ridiculous yeah and of course that's way too much people like pickle want to want goddamn kangaroo pockets on the lower end of his apron so that's another mm. 16 feet of why stitching why do i want that kangaroo pocket i <laughs> know oh, that's a different pocket <laughs> <laughs> he needs a pickle pocket yes oh man you need a pocket for your pipe that's oh, what i got her yeah. we got her all pipe. figured out <laughs> don't you worry we got a little stash of pocket uh, that's gonna be so great to get oh. my hands on. i can't wait dude man. that thing is yeah. i'll send you some pictures today but the um yeah definitely so it's black i thought you were never gonna do that but black leather and then uh oh that'll be great. trimmed in a dark i i dyed some leather green so a good dark pickled pickle colored green but then the oh, thread cool. the thread is a lighter green oh, so geez. it looks so fucking good and i got some plans for your logo that i'm gonna keep a secret <laughs> All right. oh, shit. But Dennis came out. At least send me pictures amazing. because I've yeah, been fucking drooling for it, and I'm like, I guess I'll just let him do his thing and not oh, bother Ben. Man, I have been you know, like in the just, fucking I know he's a clouds busy man lately. Got, I've been in the clouds. Yeah, you got all kinds of shit to take care of. I so. have been off of social media, losing my mind, and it's time to come out of my hole. Well, I'll tell you. Every single time we would turn around down here, like for instance, you guys have seen on the social media that. Uh, uh, Nick and I have been late in the nights. We've been working together. We have a finite amount of time to hang out. Yep. And uh, we decided that, you know, Lawrence from Maritime sent us all that steel and all the stuff to build this knife um, uh, yeah. for charity that we're putting together for the Ukrainian conflict. Mm -hmm. And um, and it's getting hot here. So I tell Sarah, hey, go down to Northern Tour. <laughs> and buy the biggest fan humanly possible that they have there. So she goes there, 
to to buy it. Of course, it doesn't fit in the car. It's a huge fan. It's like forty eight <laughs> or five feet tall or whatever. Oh my god! And it's 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 it's, it's insanely huge. <laughs> it's so and so big. I said they have a delivery service. All right. So okay, we'll pay for the service to have them deliver it. So then the day comes and goes. They don't deliver it. They're like. Mm. They make you, yeah. So they make us return it the, because we already paid for it. It won't fit in the car. <laughs> then they can't deliver it. So the day comes and goes. They're like, sorry, we just can't get it out to you. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Let's go get the van. Her parents have a van. We get the van. We drive all the way to Naples, bring it all the way back here. It doesn't fit in the freaking van. That's how big <laughs> oh, this thing geez. is. So the guy says, you know what? I'll throw it on the roof of your car. And we'll strap it down. We'll give oh you the straps. God. No big deal. Whatever. Sarah does this. Now, by the way, this is now like a five-hour thing this is taken to achieve. <laughs> right. And we get the fan back here. The $20,000 fan. pull it out fan. of the box, and somebody had dropped it. <gasps> and it was no the one side was caved in. And I go, well, you know, maybe maybe it'll turn on and no. it'll still work. We kick it on, and it's like, whack, 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 and it's hitting this freaking shit, and it's making all kinds of noise. And, of course, we now have to go and return the freaking thing. Yeah. I am putting a fan on the roof of my car <laughs> with a forklift, and I've got it. And, and meanwhile, I'm thinking to myself, you like, need a truck. can't we just get the freaking forging already? Like, this is what we're doing to make this happen. But we finally got it all said and done, and, and now we have... This is my biggest fan, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I'll bet. I don't know you guys know that. <laughs> you needed That's it to clear the smoke out of there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge metal fan. So now we got this big fan in here. So we can, at night, what we do is we open the door and we kick that thing on. We Light fire the forge. It's, it stays pretty cool. I mean, it's not like ideal, but it's definitely not as hot as if it, you know we were just trying to I don't know, Brian. For a Florida boy, I think you're pretty hesitant of that heat because <laughs> my shop is way hotter than that yeah. when I'm forging. Well, you got to get one heat. of these fans. No, not I, this I, big I, no, one. No, I need a big shop. Yeah, You need a bigger <laughs> shop. That's yeah, for sure. Say, Pickle, yeah. what, how, how is it working in the, in the housework shop? Dude, it's amazing. Like being it's, in the uh, future? It's, like about, it's about, I'd say, 57 of my shops. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that the other day because I was, you know, watching some of your footage on your little your addition to your shop, and I think now we're about the same size. I would guess just ballparking. I'm at twelve by sixteen right now. Yeah, I'm about fifteen by eighteen, I think, or twenty. Yeah, no, you're you're but a little bit a little bigger, bit bigger but. Yeah. That's not what your wife said, though. Oh, I know. Oh. <laughs> she said I was throwing shade already. Out. I don't even know. We're 33 minutes in. I knew he could take it. But He's you know, about to give me shit. I keep putting more fucking tools in this place, and one of these days I just got to quit. <laughs> Dude, I feel the same. That's why I built my addition. All right. That's why I put that extension on my shop. Yeah. I'm getting a new tool sometime this summer. I'm getting my forge press. Nice. And uh, so that was my plan was to put everything in my original shop for now. And then mm -hmm. I was planning on getting out of there, but that plan kind of backfired. So I was like, all right, I'm stuck here for a while. You know, I can't leave my shop and just yeah. wire a shop like I want to. Yeah. Though I wish I could. So um, I said, fuck it. You know, I'll throw this addition on it. Yeah. So I did that. So after I get everything set up in there, which was just one corner of my original shop, you know, Anvil, Forge, Forging Tools, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and my Hardy Tools and whatever, just simple little shit. Like the propane tank was even in my shop. It was outside. Well, after I got all that into the other room, 
I'm worried about running out of room. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I got room for the press, but once the press is in there, it's like, I got to think about other ways to, you know, organize shit in here. Would there be any way for you to pour a pad like on the outside or a light, uh, like maybe a gravelly area to right. put a smithy? Like, like outside uh, of your shop? well, I was Art thinking of putting like an awning in front yeah. of my old shop and then be able to work out of there. Because you could roll a forge out yeah, pretty well, easy. I'd have to carry it out because there's no roll out. I'm like off the ground. Yeah, that's right. So I got to step to get into my shop. Well, so. you could do something like that where you can move it outside while you're using it. Yeah. Or even leave it out there, yeah. you know, and forge But the thing outside. is, is uh, it's windy kind of where I'm at, too. Oh, okay. So that, like, I was doing the coal forge outside last year. Like, even on hot summer days, I was worried about burning trees down because yeah. coal just fucking... A lot of ash. Yeah, yeah. It just flies up the... The, 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 the flu. Whatever. It just fucking... It's, not, it's a French word. Yeah, I just... You know, I caught a shirt on fire <laughs> doing it because word. of the wind. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. Wee wee. No, that's uh, that's the bathroom. <laughs> Before I forget, <laughs> we, I need to, we need to bring up one evening in the pit. Okay, so we're all in the pit. We're do, I'm gonna do this my best to tell the story, but all right. So there's not a lot of women right. at Blade Show. Let's just start there, okay? <laughs> And the women that are there are usually the attached to somebody, are, right? Uh, yeah. The ones that are there so, have beards. <laughs> I, I'm just going to bring this up right now. If anybody else noticed, noticed this, the five or six women roaming around the pit. Alone. Alone. Very good looking <laughs> oh women. Imagine that. Making Booth eye contact with just about everybody in the room. Uh-oh. I don't know. Is this legal Do in you Atlanta? Think maybe... They were paid uh, or being paid huh? to be or there. Or hoping to get yeah, paid. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely working girls hanging out in the pit. No it was shit. a thing. They were all around. Interesting. And what was even more hilarious about this is that 99.9% of the dudes that were in that room could give a living shit about <laughs> right. them being in that room. We were all <laughs> hanging around talking knife. to each other. We... Why would you hang out with a hooker right. at Blade Show when you got all, <laughs> these, got all these knife makers? <laughs> yeah, and you're—I mean, like we're talking with like just uh, legends. I mean, right. legends are wandering the room, drinking and buying beers for each other. Yeah. And there's these hot chicks, and they cannot figure out why nobody is paying attention <laughs> right. to them. It was the funniest damn thing, and we're all looking at them like, "Who are these chicks? Why are they wandering through the crowd, making eye contact with?" Them? And I went, "You know what? Uh, they have to be hookers." Yeah, but there's this one chick. There was this one girl. She was not with them. Let's just sit, start there. And somehow Nick ends up with another <laughs> f- person. I won't mention their name. Hanging out, and they were kind of like laughing and talking. And I turn around and I see them, and they're all kind of like just giggling and laughing. It's totally innocent. <laughs> and then Nick tells me the story later about how she introduced herself to Nick. So, Nick, you have to tell this. Tell this story. I could play uh, her if you want. <laughs> so we're just, you know, shooting the shit and all that. And then she's like, Oh, you're from Canada. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, I'm from Canada. And she's like, Oh, I'm from Germany. I've never fucked a Canadian. Like, oh, sweet. And she, and she had that, she had that thick German accent you know so uh, she's like yeah I'm from Germany and I was like oh cool that's fucking badass she's like yeah I'm Brita you know like the water filter 
<laughs> I'm totally do it like the water filter. Yeah. And then I, I look really, at her and I was like, I can I'm suck pickled, it right the real down, dill. baby. The real deal. But that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Like Can you imagine having that name and right? being able to use that line? <laughs> like, I'm like the water filter. Yeah, I've been walking around since then being like, like the water filter. <laughs> the water filter. I work through reverse osmosis. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a whole host of jokes that go along oh, with that. Oh, man, I can't imagine. Oh, yeah. We won't tell them there. This is a family show. <laughs> Yeah, but it was great. We had a blast. The pit was a good highlight of the show too, though. Like that was great to be able to actually interact with people that weren't in a hurry to get out and about to you know do the yes. same thing we're doing. Yeah, you know, like Steve. Steve was out and about on the floor during, the, yeah, during yeah. the day. You know, just doing the same thing we're doing. We want to meet all these people. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's wait till later tonight if we're gonna talk. We ran into Ben Abbott in the yeah, in the pit. Exactly. I, I was able to him. shoot the shit with him there, but I'd seen him on the floor, and it was a, a walk by pretty much, and we took a picture, and he left. But I was he, lucky because I was hanging with John Norwood. Yeah. And Norwood knows Ben. Yeah, and you so can't really miss John. You cannot miss John. No, he's like John, seven feet yeah. tall. He's and he had a few drinks, so he was yeah. in like rare form. He was just like hugging everybody yeah. and like trying to. <laughs> you mean I've heard well, he this is now the hand, third yeah, sure. time I've heard that John Norwood was blitzed. Just listening oh, to different podcasts. And he, That's his awesome. excuse was, I haven't been to the gym in a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah, it's like everywhere you turn around, there's people that you've you've seen online. You've seen their work. You appreciate their work. And then you get it like I, I just I, I've, I've put my my um, sensibilities in my pocket because I'm just like, you know what? I want to go meet these people and tell them that I appreciate their work. Um, Ilya and Matt from That Works were there. And like, I don't geek out on a lot of people, but those two they guys, like, I really appreciate their work because they're makers dudes, and YouTubers. Right? Yeah. Super interesting guys. Like you could talk to them for hours. Niels Vanderberg. Uh, from South Africa, he came all the way over to get his master's uh, Smith um, certification, got that. And there's a lot of drama that goes along with that. He'll probably tell that story at some point. We should have him on the podcast. Actually. So why? I guess. And surprisingly, he knew who I was and was we talked for an hour and it was so interesting to hear his take on the making community and all of the things he was telling me and the stories he had been telling me because he's been in doing this for so long yeah. now. So to hear him talk about it, you're like, huh. wow, I, I just yeah, never right? knew these things existed. So, so it's, why it's would so you, great um, to, to have those connections. And this is not meant to, to sound like a slight, but I'm just curious. Why would you come from South Africa to uh, certify for the American Bladesmith Society? Well, Is because that's the only place you can really known. do it, I okay. believe. Gotcha. You have to have a, 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 a only master smiths can review your work and you have to have multiple master smiths to review Is it a, you. And I, th I believe yeah. there's only a couple locations okay. you can have that done. In but Atlanta it's more well. an international. Uh, uh, oh, I see what you you're what saying I mean? because he's in South Africa. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think there's any restriction. I don't think you have yeah. to be an American. Must just yeah, be, or maybe it's just the best obviously. best known of, uh, you know. For the ABS. Are, are oh, there, no, anyone could join the ABS. Right. Anyone could join are there it. Anyone other, could get their certification. Uh, do other countries yeah. have equivalents? Like, is there a Canadian? Most likely. But, but, I would imagine. but like, the, like, we don't have an organization in Canada, no, but there's like. 
Mm-hmm. Groups of people that hang out and are high end makers, if you want to say, like, I think I heard the boys from the Forge side chat talking about some kind of surf. Yeah, they up would there. know more, but I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, I listened to them last night, and all I all I heard was LARPing and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just giving them shit. That's, Is it Lando and Steve now? Yeah, over there at yeah. The Forge side, and Steve's yeah. Was, Steve was, and I I didn't finish the episode, so I, I only got through half of Steve's history, but he got his start making uh, armor for uh, uh, yeah, for yes. the yeah. SCA, which is the Society for Creative Anachronisms, and uh, I worked for a um, I worked for a nonprofit for right out of college. I worked for a big national conservation nonprofit that was also SCA. And it was the Student Conservation Association, and we and everybody would be like, "Oh, you're in the SCA," and I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't dress up like a fucking larper. <laughs> I'm, here to, I'm here to save the earth, not the goddamn medieval times. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Then. No, not at all. Just not Remember my cup this. of tea. <laughs> That's it. See a lot of that in the uh, leather so- work field too. Brian, tell me your your overall impression, like through your eyes. Wandering through Blade Show, what did you take away from from being there? Well, realistically, it was just, you know, it was just meeting all these people and realizing just how many people are so passionate about knives and knife making in general to cram themselves into the cob in Atlanta. Like, yeah. it, it was amazing to me. Like, you think you know a lot of people in the knife making world, and then you go to a convention like this and realize that you know so few people there and also realize that this is a very very tiny percentage of knife making and knife making enthusiasts so it really was definitely really opened my eyes to the fact that it's such a huge community and so much business goes through like you had said that it's you know it's got to be damn near a billion dollar industry yeah and it's just like oh yeah it is it was just amazing to me and like Another thing that I thought was a lot of fun was like, you know, you go and like, for for instance, you you and me, Brian, were walking around and we'd lose each other. And literally you keep walking around and you don't see each other for maybe an hour and a half because there's just so many people walking around. It's easy to get lost in there. Yeah. But then somehow you end up running into somebody, you know. Right. Eventually. Yeah. Or you end up running into each other again. Yeah. Eventually. And we'll all kind of like, it, it just didn't matter. Dexter was getting a little annoyed because I was talking with people for at length for a long time. Also, I really loved walking around with you and Dexter. And like you would go maybe 10 booths and start a conversation with somebody. And you would talk for like 10, 15 minutes. And then Dex and I would just go like troll around for a little while while you're finishing yeah, up the conversation. with me a couple times too. Dude, Dexter is one <laughs> hell of a guy. You need to he's get him on kid. here. He's a very good kid. He's awesome. He's a good yeah. kid. Yeah. He is a yeah, great no, kid. I had a good time with him. Yeah. He travels well. He's easy to be around. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just a good guy. Um, what, one of those times I got stopped by, by Kelly Poe, who is the son of Alan Poe. Oh. I I think I have the that those names right. And he to, he is the, uh, they are the founders of AMK Grinders. And they stopped me to just basically give, you know, send their appreciation. They listen to the podcast, they follow my social media and they love the work that I do because they're, they're just as, as passionate about machines and motors and VFDs and all that as I am. And it was just 
that like and not only that, like I'm talking to the AMK guys, I'm talking to Ryan Broadback and Vince Molina mm-hmm. from Broadback Ironworks. I'm talking to Kevin and Eric from Ameribraid, and it really is a true testament to this community because we yeah. would yeah, in yeah, other segments of the be world enemies. be considered competitors. Yeah. You don't talk to your competitors, you don't acknowledge them, you don't do this. These are the guys I hung out with the most. Yeah. You know, like Saturday night in the pit, I was with Kevin and Eric from Ameribraid almost the whole night, just BS and talking about machines and parts and, and CNC machines and all of this. Yeah. And um, the night before, I got a little bit of tipsy with Vince Molina, and we were just, I mean, talking and, and hanging out. And it was That's awesome. not only all about machines and grinders and all that. It was more or less just about, like, being a part of the, such an amazing yeah. community. Do you so think um, I learned a lot during that process of just hanging out with those that's guys. So that's so sure. freaking cool. Do you think some of that is... Um, it seems to me it, that's indicative of not only a healthy community, but a healthy economy around the community, right? Yeah, in, in other totally. words, like because it feels like nobody's taking off of each yeah, other's Yeah, there's plenty of business to you go know, around. There's plenty of new knife yes. makers. There's plenty of people that want your shit. Um, and I hope it stays. That that's a good way, point, Ben. Know? I never thought of it like that. You're absolutely right. In leaner times, it's indicative of a solid community. Yeah, like in leaner times, if uh, you know not as many people are taking up knife making and you're having a harder time selling grinders, then it, it's nice to know that you started the way you have, because even in those leaner times, you'll be able to lean on each other. You know, that's, that's, what's kind of cool. That's a good point. That is a really good point. It's kind of like that song. Yeah. Lean on me. Lean on me. <laughs> that's what, all the, right. So we are, that's what the, the water pitcher said. <laughs> <laughs> We can we we are 47 minutes in, if you can believe this already, 47 minutes into this conversation. And I want to shout out all 61 of our patrons over at Patreon.com who support us financially um, and the work that we are doing. Um, If you donate money through or uh, subscribe through Patreon to the Work For It podcast, it helps send us to shows like Blade Show. And we truly, truly appreciate you guys, everybody over there, 61 of you, which get ready because I'm going to read all 61 names. Are you guys ready for this? Do it, bud. Do it. Marcus at MW Steelworks. Saw him this weekend. Marcus, hello. How are you? Mark Vanderwer from 118 Blades. Justin Miller, saw you this weekend. How you doing? <laughs> sure. Florida Man Forge. That a lot. <laughs> Devin and Dustin O'Hara of The Art of Craftsmanship. Noah Bloomberg of NT Out River Forge. Michael Nye, Jamie the Squid. Oh, and by the way, everybody, join me in wishing Jamie the Squid a happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. All right. That's enough. <laughs> He'll appreciate that. Uh, Eric at Overall Maker Works. Bob Ryan, Brigham Kendall, Scott Wilkerson at Phoenix Works. That's Phoenix, W-E-R-K-S. All right, I got to scroll, scroll, scroll. Here I'm scrolling. Keith Drennan of Blackthorn Concepts. Bob at Shed underscore 72. Brian Hooten of Hooten Knives. Jason Moss, our man in Texas. Mark LeBlanc, Papa underscore Hatch underscore Axe. He's in Canada. Ken Kemna, Crafty Man Forge. James Hunsberger of Hunsberger Knives. Cardoso Knives in Portugal, Knife Material Brian Absher of Moonshine Leatherworks, The Working Hands Podcast, 
Ryan Chadbourne Knife Works, Carol Ann Jeanette Racine, Oxford Blade Co. We ran into Oxford Blade Co. this weekend. Yes, we did. Yes. Uh, MaritimeKnifeSupply.com, our main man, Mr. Lawrence over there. Lawrence we ran Lake. into him, too. I think I saw him a few times. That's right. Uh, uh, Richard Beck over at BexArmory.com. Sure? It could have been um, Dennis Tyrell you saw. Just, just saying. It could have been Dennis or Jay Nielsen. Either <laughs> Maybe one. Maybe their son. <laughs> Jared Weaver, Weaver Custom Metalworks. He's on Instagram at the Master of Metal Manipulation. Leon Shanks and Two Bird Blade Works. We love you, Leon. Thank you so much. Dennis Terrell of Terrell Knife Works. We saw him this weekend. Thomas Moberg of TMO Knives. Donnie Dulovich. We yes, ran into we him ran this into weekend. Donnie as well. Yeah, good guy. Neil over at Maximus yep. Knives. We ran into him. We ate supper with him at we, his place. We he made did. some good grub. Too. Killer tacos. Some Texas food there. That's it. Trox Claire Custom Cutlery. Jared over at Echo Blades. Yep. I think we saw yep. him a we, few we, times we this week. We hung weekend. out with him too. Zach Byrne of Burn Blades. I did we run into Zach? I think we did. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Chris uh, Powell over at Full Steam Designs. We ran into him. Yep. Matthew Angel at Ad.KnifeWorks. Wesley Crum. Yep. We saw him this weekend. Benjamin Mullins. Matt Bicker at DIY Europe. He was definitely not there. He's no. on the other side of the world. <laughs> uh, D- <laughs> Justin Yahima. Tony Mural of UK Knife Maker Supplies. Uh, Toby, we got to get together. I got to get on his podcast to do a Blade Show recap. Jeremy Ballaball, my cousin Ira Housewert, uh, Reaper Metalworks, what's happening? Um, Chris Larson, the Midnight Maker, Njord Artisan, Eric Andrews at Sourwood Creations, Todd Harrington of TH Blades, Kyle Daly of KH Daily Knives. I met Kyle. Kyle's cool shit. Kyle's good people, I tried sticker bombing his cooler, and he caught me (laughs) red-handed. He's got eyes in the back of his head. I swear to God, it was exactly like that. Yeah. Literally. Adrian Brielle of Adrian Brielle underscore Forge. Lando Novak, a.k.a. the Abstract Blacksmith. Don Kirshner. Woodland Iron. That's Tony over at Woodland Iron. Timber Tiger Forge. That's Chris Magnus. Zachary Sowell at Pater Nostri Fabrica. We hung out with him quite a bit. And his son. And uh, New cool Forest guys. Forge, Stu Middleton over at New Forge Ford, Forge, and Ron Hips at RH Maker Solutions. We appreciate you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for supporting us. And if you're interested, like Dennis Terrell said at the beginning of this show, you can support us by going to patreon.com forward slash work for it for as little as $1 a month. And we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Speaking of Dennis, me and him, uh, we, you know, we're both Canadian, but actually both American citizens now. Well, I was born American he, he, and whatever. He moved to America. You guys anyways, did the exact you guys opposite. Did the opposite. You're, yeah, you're yeah, American, the moved opposite. to Canada. He's Canadian, moved Canadian to America. Moved to America, yeah. yeah. But anyways, um, he thought, I don't know if he's trying to test how Canadian I was or whatever, but uh, he comes up to me with a beer. He hands me a beer. I said, cool, thanks, man. I owe you one. Well, about like 10 minutes later, you know, I wasn't really intending on getting drunk or anything like that and drinking much. He, guy brought me a beer. I ain't going to refuse it, right? So uh, about 10 minutes later, he comes up to me with another beer, and he's telling me to fucking pucker up there because uh, I'm slacking and stop sucking on it and this and that. And I was like, okay. So I just sit there, and I chug my beer, and I grab my other one. As I grab the other one, I chug half of that, and he's walking off with a full beer. Well, about five minutes later, I show up with a full beer for him. 
and a full beer for myself again, you know, so that, that we went at that all night. And then he started over the next night again, too. Like he just shows up to me with the beer and I was like, Oh, here we go again. Right. And he's like, he laughs. So we just started going at it round after round. He'd show up with a beer. I'd go get a beer, bring two. This is how blackouts start. I don't remember this what is where the, we do it. It's like, and then I that. woke up on the roof of the Cobb Gallery. <laughs> no, no, here's the best part is I, woke, I, heard I him. woke up next to the water filter. <laughs> 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 she was filtering my fluids. <laughs> yes. The best part is I heard Dennis on another podcast I was listening to today. Dennis is like told a similar story, basically. A, a little bit little variation but more or less the same message and he says yeah it wasn't bad though we didn't we didn't get too shit-faced it was just beer <laughs> it was just beer <laughs> i'm not sure about that dennis was walking around with margaritas and i was walking around with vodka stiff yeah <laughs> dennis is the reason why i got tipsy on saturday or friday, friday night. night yeah because yeah, he kept bringing me glasses of yeah. wine i'm like oh my god this is crazy yeah, i saw him at the bar and he's got a margarita and a, a budweiser in his hand or something like that or Bud light whatever and uh I was like, you know what? That's not me. I was kind of like in pain in my back. So I just went for vodka stiff. And then I was like, mm. you know, it was past noon. I was like, I'm good. So uh, that's when we kind of, I think that's where we clicked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was with the, the couple the of alcohol. cocktails. Yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. of cocktails later. It's like, let's have a good time. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, Brian, you got that trombone uh, tuned up. We're going to do a dad joke here. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. This one comes from Nate Walpole of Walrus Steel, and he is—he um, was our roommate at Blade. If you—if you saw this like husky-looking block-headed guy with a big long beard and a serious look on his face, we talked about this. I had a long conversation about how I was admiring his block the shape head. of his skull the entire time at po- at the blade because his head is so impressive. Massive, massive head, beautiful, beautiful skin on top of his head and everything else. And I mean, Fantastic looking man, by the way. Also another Canadian who is uh, living in Vermont. What the hell, Brian? And he's full of great jokes. And he doesn't say much, but when he talks, you listen. When he talks, See, this is what happens with Nate. And it's funny when you had all three of us in the back of the Jeep, me, Nate, and Brian, yeah. all three bald, all three big-headed. All big-headed. Yeah, he couldn't even see out the rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally a sausage fest from the behind, if you know what I'm saying. All right, this comes from Nate. <laughs> my dog used to chase a lot of people on uh, – my, my dog used to chase people on bi- on a bike a lot. It got so bad I had to take his bike away. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I got another one. Steve Grill had sent me another one. Hold on. Mountains are not funny. They are hill areas. <laughs> that's, from, that's from Steve. He sent me a whole bunch. And then here's one more from Steve because this is really funny. <laughs> to measure puns properly, you must use a seismograph. that's it that's it that's dad joke that is like pure dad joke quality right there steve we appreciate you man i got to hang out with steve briefly he had to jet out he had a family emergency unfortunately but oh no we appreciate you steve and uh and charles over atlas knife and tool we totally appreciate you guys and uh we had a blast hanging out at blade so um 
I think I capped off like pretty much everything I wanted to talk about. No. Well, did you tell us your highs and lows? My highs and lows? Oh, yeah, kind of did. Well, you said A the lows bit. was leaving, yeah. Yeah, the, high, the highs for me definitely was talking with my fellow machine makers, yeah. you know, guys like uh, Vince and Ryan and and uh, They were Eric cool shit, too. And, yeah, and, and Kevin. And just to, and to get a chance to like hang out in their booths and like see their work and like yeah. get up close to their grinders and stuff, it was really cool. Because last year, the year before, I kind of stayed away. Like I, I didn't want to be like that guy. Like, oh hey, let me look at your machine real close and yeah. you know try to like get in on their business. But um, they invited me in and they they were like, hey, come check this out. Look at what we're oh, working cool. on now. Mm. And what that told me was. You know how I'm always talking about the smash and grab guys, yeah. like the guys yeah. that want to build things or make things because they think their money there's money in it. These guys are not those guys. Right. They freaking love machines, like we love machines, like I love machines, and they are building and innovating and creating all the time because not only do they make their living doing that, but because they purely love it. So that is what that told me, and I'm truly appreciative. Um, and the AMK guys, too, Kelly and Alan, thank you so much for recognizing me and recognizing my work because, um, you know, I, I just don't know, you know, what my impact is on the community, and, and uh, it made me feel like I was making one. So I truly appreciate you guys. That was definitely my high. When, when Kelly Poe, like, waved me down, like, hey, Brian, 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 he's such a sweet man, like a uh, amazing human being and talked to me for so long about stuff. And uh, it was really great. Very so cool. That was my high for sure. So and and Ben, we you weren't there, but you were with us in spirit. Your Hell name yeah. came up all the freaking time. Like, Ooh. hey, where's Ben? Why isn't he here? Blah, blah, blah. So I didn't hear really you. Like, you didn't hear anybody ask that? Bullshit. I don't like carpenters in the no, night Everybody show. was looking for Ben. I was at the gun yeah, show, everybody baby. Was looking. I, you guys go to the knife <laughs> show and hang out at the gun Stand show. Stand in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Flexing. <laughs> There's only two tables. <laughs> <laughs> the left and the right. The thunder and the lightning. That's right, baby. That's it. That's it. So, so. All right, so switching gears a little bit, I wanted to just briefly talk about what Pickle and I have got going on. I was going to say, what's, the, the, what's you know? the story with that? I don't know if you guys saw, but we went live last night on Instagram. We probably would have done it a little longer, uh, but we had a bunch of people on there hanging out with us on but the somebody live. Somebody wasn't organized and had a dead phone. Yeah, my phone started to die because we had been doing so, so much social media. Like, I've been taking, you know, when you have somebody <laughs> you in your I shop I that, so you're making hard. stuff. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's like every time we turn around, Nick and I think of a different like <laughs> reel to make or a different Instagram post to oh, make or whatever. And we still have a whole bunch in our phone we haven't released yet. But we've been making these billets uh, for the Ukrainian uh, giveaway, the, the charity knife that we're making sponsored by Maritime Knife Supply, a mutual sponsor between myself and Nick and the Work For It podcast. And uh, we just had a freaking blast, right, Nick? I mean, oh, we dude. I mean, what was your experience like working with that Clark Iron Forge 25-ton forging that, press? That was one. He like, took to it like a duck on water, by the way. <laughs> that was one like never, none other, pretty much. It was an experience and part of my journey that I haven't had yet. So it's, you know, to describe it is just, wow, like I had a blast. I felt like I'd been working with these machines forever. It was like. Well, you understand how to move hot metal. Yeah, you know, and when so. I started, even it's kind of, I kind of feel like the same when I started working with knives. You know, like I started making knives, I was able to make knives. Yes, I'm just capable of doing stuff that I wouldn't think that I'm capable of doing. You're I guess. very capable. 
and I adapt very quickly. So it's just it makes things easier, I guess. That's what. Uh, well, it's a tool, it was, and you put it to work. And so what I what I found interesting was, about your technique was. So, all right, I have to say this. No training wheels. Yeah, no training (laughs) wheels. So he rips the kiss blocks off because he wants to do it by hand, which I totally appreciate. (laughs) So, but here's the thing about Nick that most people would not think of when you think of Nick Tobin or pickle cutters is somebody who is very detail oriented and and wants things to be very symmetrical. And he's looking at that constantly. And it's in. To put it in perspective, when you pull a piece of steel out of a 2,000 degree Fahrenheit forge yeah. and you're working it, it it's, it's easy to let those details go because right. you're just kind of focused on safety and you're focused on a, a whole lot of other things that are really truly yeah. important while you're doing this work. And Nick managed to create these very symmetrical sand my billets. So it's a Damascus. 24 layer well it's 48 layer really on yeah. e, uh, 24 the jack, on the either jackets side are 24 layers yeah. yeah on either side with a 1095 core it's gonna look amazing and essentially i showed him how to use the machine one time and then i said i'm filming now it's on you you're making these billets you know and of, of course he's glad to have the experience he wants to do it so and i can use it anytime i want but it you know it's awesome to watch him Grab that machine, grab the forge, fire the Apollo forge, get it working, get it functional, and then just hammer out these beautiful, symmetrical, flat billets on this machine. That's awesome. It was a blast. It was so much fun. I, and we, I even we heard never you, once uh, thought that. I've got my billet sitting in between my legs right now. He's holding it, <laughs> stroking it, if you know Britta, what I mean. He's stroking oh, it with Britta, his fingers. Britta, you treat me so <laughs> good. Britta, like the water filter. Uh, Touch my billet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so we did. Uh, we, he ground down the the forge scale off of it, and we did do a test etch on it, so it's we could perfectly see perfectly centered. It's perfectly centered. It's beautiful. She's a beaut, Clark. She's a beaut. That's a reference. That I don't know where it's from, but I got it from from uh, Mike Jones, not the rapper. It's a beaut, Clark. That's yeah. from um, National Lampoons. Oh, see, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you, but anyways, uh, I don't do movies and TV much. But anyway, so yeah, he uh, he said that on one of my uh, cleavers I'd forged out of uh, raw iron in 1095, and then I ended up calling that cleaver the Clark. The Clark. The Clark. The Clark. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so we're working on that in the sh- shop. We made two billets. One is going to get forged out here in the shop uh, by hand, and then Nick is going to take it back and finish it. So that'll go up for auction. And nice. then we now know that we are going to have a hammer made by XB Forge. And where's he at? Alberta? Uh, I think so. Manitoba, maybe. Manitoba, maybe. Somewhere's so, out there, yeah. Midwestern. So we've got people donating a, a hammer. He's going to yeah. make us he a three and a half. One, actually. Nice. He sent me a five-pound hammer. It's, it's one of home. my favorite hammers. That's yeah. one of his hammers yeah. he made for me. It's at home waiting for me right now. Yep. And then, and then the other billet, I'm going to thin that out tonight. And then I am not as good with hand forging so i'm gonna profile it out and then get it ready heat treat it and send it off to brian so brian can finish the rest Uh, i'll probably do majority of the bevel work too on it brian and then um so when you get it you'll be doing the handle though and then you know you'll need to finish the bevel and sharpen it and all that but um but yeah so that's kind of what we're up to and then that those two knives and that hammer will get raffled off and all the money will go towards the Ukrainian conflict. Well, I, I thought the idea was, you know, I'm going to finish up the knife and then I'm going to send it off to Ben and he's going to make a video Correct. on the sheath. 
On yes, that's so that we can kind of push all those people. You, I'm going to melt watch, it back down and remake the knife. What was that? Oh, <laughs> sure, if you want to. <laughs> if you really no, want you're to. Making, you're doing the leather work, yeah. Yeah, the, all well, the knives will end up in your hands. what kind of knife we're going to make, because I could either make a sheath or a cutting board to go with a kitchen knife. Oh, that would be Ooh. cool, too. Just a thought. That's a cool I'll idea. Be into that. Or both. Yeah. I would be into that. Yeah. So now things are getting bigger. Two knives, a hammer. Yeah, don't bite off board. too much, Ben. We don't want yeah, you right. doing too much. But yeah, if you want to make a sheath or a cutting board or something. I conveniently have a cutting the, board the sitting right here. The knife that I'm going to make. <laughs> <laughs> Just put our logo. The knife put I'm going to make is going to be a chef, on there Petty. And call it good. Yep. Yeah, that'd be cool. I got one. Um, I'm, the knife I'm going to make is a chef, Petty. Ooh, so nice. it doesn't really need a sheath. Yeah. So, But a cutting board would go good with it. Okay. You know? I got a couple. The knife boxes. that Pickle is making is uh, kind of a mixture, like a Tonto chef kind of chopper type thing. What? So a, a sheath could work with it. <laughs> well, it's, that's <laughs> really we funny because. Night. Yeah, you put that you put that post up. So it should tonto? be a Tonto, a chef, or a chopper, and you're like. Whole yeah, bunch all of, of them. Nobody could decide. <laughs> yeah, nobody could decide. So I said, "Fuck it, I'm making all three in one." Yeah, and he Hell drew yeah. it out, and it looks really cool. It's all. It almost looks like a nakiri kind of, but it's, it's just more, more aggressive. More aggressive. More. The lines are just a la pickle cutters. Yeah. All right. It's really. It's gonna look cool. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not done with my billet yet because I've been overthinking it a lot. And things make get sense out of the damn bedroom with Helga or whatever her name is. Britta. <laughs> Britta. 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 Get off my billet. <laughs> I've got forging to do. Before we go Brita. on, I've got two things that I want to, I want to say before we, before sure. we move on. So there's two things going on in my shop this week. Um, so we just did a collaboration knife with Matt Gentry over at Gentry Custom Knives. Uh, yeah, Basically, I, I, I don't know if you guys have been seeing it or maybe I didn't bring it up on the podcast. I thought I did, but maybe not. But basically, I made my favorite knife, which is my three inch that finger hole knife. And he made his favorite knife and then we switched and I'm finishing his design. He's finishing my design Well, he's got his video out. And you guys can win it for free if you go to Gentry Custom Knives and see the giveaway post. Basically, all you have to do is make a comment in the comment section tagging one other person. And my on God, Instagram? it's... Yeah, on Instagram. And it's like up okay. well over 800 posts on that already. Ooh. So there's a lot of wow. people in there. But, you know... That's you, awesome. You might as well throw your name in there as well. So that's that's kind of the fun thing going on with that. And then the other thing is I just finished up um, editing a another rock tumble video where I'm okay. testing the difference between a uh, cleanly, basically a clean ground knife versus brute to forge that oh. is acid washed and then coffee Ooh. dip. So it's nice and dark and then tumbled to get that acid wash finish. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. My God, it looks so cool. I am so happy with how they turned have out. Have you posted anywhere photos of the result yet? I have. You've, you've but you can also watch it in the it? video. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, of course. You yes, started course. something with the old tumbler, man. I, I, I'm seeing. In fact, there's one in uh, W5 Projects, a tumbler, and they didn't yep. tag you. So I didn't know if they were inspired by you or just a parallel effort. Yeah, I've I've got about ten different people that have nice. made it since I've posted that that rock tumble video. And Somewhere else I saw it's really cool. Too. That's awesome. Yeah, it feels good. It yeah. feels awesome that I put out something and people are like, "Oh yeah, that's cool enough. I want to make it myself." It's like, "Oh, yeah. damn, I did something." <laughs> it does feel pretty amazing, man. I'll tell you it's what, and, and sure. especially with something like that, 
where you you get to see the result of somebody's work almost instantaneous. Right, you know, because they don't it's a have quick a Tumblr, they never had access to one, and then you gave them access to it. And now they're using it, and they're like, "Holy cow, I can do this great stuff and make these great finishes with it." I held a bunch of knives this weekend in my hands that that were tumbled, and you could tell they were tumbled and they were stonewashed, and they looked fantastic. I mean, it's just a great look for a knife. So I stole my sorry, I stonewashed my knives in some dollar store rocks with a empty protein jug for workout protein. Yep, protein powder. Yep, and a bunch of WD forty sprayed into that, and I just shake it. That's what you use for your lube, huh? Is WD forty in there? <laughs> I just think that's, 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 that's what Britta prefers. Britta will take. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Britta prefers. Now they're all over Britta. That's a, that is really funny. No, she likes. She's the, wet like she the likes, water. She filter. likes the pickle juice. <laughs> <laughs> she likes the pickle <laughs> juice. <laughs> Die out of here! <laughs> <laughs> With a touch of celery seed. Britta, if you're listening, uh, we gotta hook up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't be salty. <laughs> take no offense to any of this. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <It's a funny> <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's lost Ben. He's right. on the floor. Ben, check your pants. You Where did yourself? <laughs> oh my god. Well, Brian, that's fantastic, man. And uh, I, you know what, I think you should do, and I think we talked about this briefly one time. Is do run these experiments with your homemade tumbler, like different, getting different results uh, from different types of media, different types. Like instead of water and soap, maybe using WD forty, like Pickle saying, or or you know, maybe you should filter your water through a Brita water filter <laughs> 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 and just do it runs because YouTube loves experiments, man. See, YouTube loves experiments. I've got this Brute to Forge one out, so the the difference between cleanly ground and Brute to Forge. Really cool, very different. I love the way it looks personally. Um, sure. I also have one edited up where it's it's. I I had heard that if you put copper in with the media or you put brass in with the media, that it'll make a difference. Huh. I have a video this. shot. It's out there. I'm not gonna give it away, but don't give it away. Would that be like yeah. um um? Oh golly, who was it that I saw do? Would they use like a brass brush or a copper brush? That was Chris Zepp. Oh uh, yeah, or somebody yeah, like that, that. I've heard of that. Where you that was Chris heat up Zepp the metal. Make everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it and it did leave a finish on it. Yep. It was interesting. Yes. To see. I wonder yeah. if like, you think though, Do you think that that finish would would hold up? Like I don't imagine it. Being... Well, that's what everyone's saying. It may or may not last. Yeah. And and in fact, I just read a big long thread in one of the forums about. So do you guys know the controversy between the guy that created the QMI um, technique? Have you ever heard any of this? No, and I don't know who it is. I, I don't know who it is, but the guy won't share his process like at all. So like it's, and, it's been done by like everyone, though. So like, no, it's it has there. been done. But there's a specific process where he gets a really red finish on the copper. I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah, I've also but, seen uh, <clears throat> Baker Forge and Tool get that same red finish. Yeah, yeah. Those guys over there listen to the Work For It podcast, by the way. That was another big highlight for me was finding out that Baker Fortune Tool yeah. listens to the podcast. Blew my damn mind, man, because I love their work so much and appreciate them so much. So 
Um, but yeah, so there's somebody that created it and I guess they don't like it that other people are using their techniques or whatever. So they're not sharing it. And again, no judgment. Cause I don't, you know, I get it. If you want to, you know, preserve your, uh, secrets, it, it totally makes sense. You, you know, it's part of your business model. I, I get that intellectual property is a big thing, but all these people are discussing the process of trying to achieve that really red finish on the copper, uh, as it's, you know, being, um, being welded in between pieces of steel to make you my, uh, or go my or whatever it is. Yeah. And, mm. um, and so the, there's some people out there and I'm sure by me just bringing this up, I'm someone's going to tell me that they know how to do it or they, they, they suspect this, that someone had said that, that instead of using traditional copper, that's more malleable, that might have more nickel in it. You use industrial copper which is going to give you like a much high, it's like a much higher grade yeah. version of copper, more pure version. There's of less copper lead than, say, in it, copper think, pipe. isn't there? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's nickel too. Nickel, yeah. yeah. So that nickel is what makes huh. it malleable. You know? So I'm wondering and, if there's lead in copper and you're using it on a chef knife. Well, they put a tiny... Uh, well, I don't know. No, I, I, don't know. I, I don't think it's all copper. So more common copper, I at least I've heard, I don't know all that much about it but uh when i was researching cncing copper there is a specific type of copper that is more machinable because they add just a touch of lead to it like really tiny amounts so that it's easier on your tooling um okay and i don't remember what yeah it just makes it softer yeah it makes it a little softer and i don't i remember what number of copper um lawrence sent me i i'll have to look and see if i can find that Okay, so I can't make lead my is what you're saying. Well, you could, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> I don't think you'd want to. You could attempt it. Yeah. I don't know if you it would be good for you, but uh, actually I think the like lead in its liquid form is not as bad for you as yeah. if you were to uh, have yeah. it like dust. That's, that's just different levels of bullshit. Yeah. Anyways, Brian, as you're saying. So anyway, if anybody knows about that, I'm interested in learning about it. But um, I, I don't know if I'll ever make it. Let me get my press. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll start making it for oh, sure. Oh, dude, it's all in my plans. I'm gonna be making all kinds of shit once I get the. Yeah, uh, Nick uh, is. You bought that through Maritime Knife Supply. You don't say. Maritime. Who's that guy? What does he look like? Lawrence Lake. And he just on the first uh, made the announcement yep. that he's now distributing for what's the name of the? It's a Ram's Head Forged Press. It's a twelve ton press. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Uh, I, I think look up Ram's and I'm not mistaking. It's Van School of Blacksmithing. They're out in Canada, and I think they make tools as well too. I didn't do much research, like I said. I'm the last minute guy. When it's time to deal with things, I look into things. So I work better under pressure. Yeah, I'm looking here. The artist life, I'd say. But uh, it's uh, an Lewis. interesting, simple design. It looks solid for a benchtop uh, press. Like, that's all I need. I don't need more than that. And they're out of uh, Canada? Yeah, they're out of Canada. Okay. And like I said, I think it's a blacksmithing school or something like that, that they actually make them there and they, they sell them as well, too. I got you. Okay. Is that what you're finding? Mm, there's a Ram's Head Forge, and I'm looking it up, and it's Ram, not. No, Ram's Head Rams Head Forge Press. I typed that in, but there's not a lot. Somehow my computer got switched over. No, it's to because Yahoo. it's in America. That's why it's not in Canada. Yeah. See, because I put it in, and uh, my phone thinks I'm. Uh, yeah, it's fansblacksmithing.ca. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So look it up. We also, uh, Brian and I spent an awful lot of time watching the guys over at Coal Iron Forge use the, I think it was like a 25 or 30 ton forging press. That big one at, I thought was uh, closer to like 40. Was it 40? Yeah. It was I, 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 there wasn't a label on it. It was, it was big. And they have that press down. I mean, if you look at that thing and see how they've got it all, you know, it, it, it's it got a limiter on it, like a computerized limiter that, that triggers the movement of the head of the ram. And it's like they can set it to go a quarter inch, a half inch, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down. They're using it like a power hammer. I mean, and it's yeah, they, they were also programming how quickly it moves up and down and how far, like oh, yes. instead nice. of using those kick kiss block so like literally all he's doing is he's putting his foot on the trigger and he's not like having to lift it up so that the yeah. thing comes up all the time super That's interesting servo, and then right next to it an induction maybe? forge uh, right next to it the induction forge so he's putting in the induction forge for like 60 seconds max and then turning around and putting it in this limited you know yeah. not oh my god that ain't the future yeah they've got it down yeah, it's a pretty amazing machine. I mean, it's to to watch those guys work. Even cold steel, they're working cold steel, huh. in it, and it was just imagine. Unreal. And there's no deflection at imagine all. Imagine if I mean, you could travel in time, comes down flat. Travel in time back to some fucking medieval blacksmith and show up with that shit. You know, like they <laughs> <laughs> fucking you got be burned just be as a like, witch. I don't know where <laughs> you plug yeah. it in, but yeah, yeah you know, just leave, just uh, you know, show up, and when you leave, the electricity goes with you. Just leave it all there. <laughs> I just go, run fucker. an extension cord back into the future and uh, right? yeah exactly Man. well listen hey so we're getting towards the end of the show and again I want to thank our sponsor MaritimeKnifeSupply.com thank you so much Lawrence it was a fantastic time meeting you and hanging out in your, and with you and having dinner with you and just running around Blade Show like crazy Nick have you uh, do you have anything else you'd like to bring up on the podcast? Anything you want to talk about? I'm content. Any particular? I love you, Britta. Smoking these days, and- <laughs> it's some good stuff. I can't complain. <laughs> I've got a good connection down here in Florida. If anybody ever needs anything while they're traveling, but yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Dr. I think uh, got it all. I do think. <laughs> <laughs> I do think next year we we've got to expand the uh, either pre week. Pre-game week or post-game week, and uh, get a few of us down there for a little yeah. extravagant. Yeah, oh, Ben, it'll blow your mind, buddy. You yeah. you got to get out of the house anyway. You're you're spending way too much time in that workshop. Oh, good you lord, gotta, tell me gotta, about it. You, you got to come out next year. Make it a point uh, yep. to set your calendar. Uh, fly out and and enjoy some time, and we'll uh, we'll all hang out Sounds and good make to some me. stuff and go to Blade Show together. So. But uh, listen, thank you so much to everybody who listens to the Work For It podcast. We truly appreciate you. And if you're a patron, you are deep within my heart. Thank you so much for supporting us financially. We truly appreciate that that you do that for us. And Nick, it has been so awesome to have you in my workshop. Dude, it's been a blast. It's gonna, here. it's going to be a lot less uh, noisy and a lot less stinky, inky, if you know what I mean, <laughs> around here when you leave. But uh, we we love you having you here, and you're welcome here at the house anytime. I'll be back. Oh, I I know this. <laughs> if I could stay longer, I would. But yeah, eventually I gotta go home, right? Yes, exactly. Sometimes we all got to go home. Exactly. 
All right, fellas. It was great chatting with you and great catching up. And we'll see you on the flip side. Oh, yeah. Hope you guys are having a good working week. My name is Brian House. And this has been the Work For It Pod. Cast, baby! Oh, yeah. Peace out. Yeah. One of these days, I'm going to get that music right. I'm going to hit it right yeah. on the line. We, we, we're so, you, we're you, anything but consistent. There's been a few times you've actually nailed it right <laughs> on the line. Not today. See you guys. Oh, yeah. hey, Thanks bye. for listening. It's all okay. Bye, bye, bye. No, it's okay, Brian. Bye, 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 it's okay. We all yeah, make mistakes. That's the whole point. It's not a mistake. It's an unpredictability. We yeah, all fail know. in life sometimes, Brian. <laughs> so would Just you like leave you. him alone for fuck's sake? <laughs> <laughs> um, I found your freaking ball cap in my car, by the way. Yeah, and I'm wearing yeah, yeah, it. I'm, yeah. yeah. That's good. And out of the, you're the least of out of all people I thought it belonged to. Seriously, we didn't think of you at all. I thought all. it was we, a Calgary really? Flames. We hat. thought, yeah, yeah, that's what we thought. I'm like, it's got to be a Canadian because this is a Calgary hat, you know. No, it's we Central asked Michigan. all the Canadians. Ah, CMU. Yeah, that makes sense. CMU. CMU later. CMU. <laughs> that was punny. <laughs> I'm a CMU. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Goodb